Groupsum, and this is the Out of the Fire podcast, where we talk about intercessory prayer, the prophetic, and other Christian topics. I'm an author and speaker, prophetic teacher, and intercessor. Welcome. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about what we can do when we feel like we've lost hope. Do you find yourself battling frequently with a feeling of having no hope? I've felt this way many times in the last few years. Many are the times when I've prayed, God, give me hope. Restore my hope. I don't think it's just a response to the current state of our world, although that is definitely a factor. For those of us who know the Lord, it could be a deliberate spiritual attack coming against us, and we can't afford to take it lying down. First of all, we must understand that God's will for us is to be filled with hope. If we are experiencing the opposite, something is happening which is against his will. That should be a signal that we need to stand in warfare to retake what has been filched from us. Hope is such an important part of our covenant with the Lord that he calls himself the God of hope. Romans 15:13 says, Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, that you may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. The God of hope desires to fill us with joy and peace as we believe on him. He also wants us to abound in hope, which happens through the power of the Holy Spirit continually working within us. This verse, Romans 15, 13, has really come alive to me. I've meditated on it and prayed it back to the Lord frequently. As a result, I sense a fresh hope building inside of me. Some people can pinpoint a specific disappointment or sorrow which caused them to lose their hope. If this is you, you may need to ask Jesus to heal the wound. Just like blood oozes from an injured spot, an untended emotional wound can cause our hope to leak away. Maybe you can't identify a specific cause. You just feel a general blanket of hopelessness weighing you down. No matter what the cause is, there are some ways that we can fight back. One of those ways is the aggressive use of God's word. Any time we are undergoing spiritual attack, declaring the word is our prime weapon. It's called the sword of the spirit in Ephesians 6:17. When Jesus was tempted by the devil, and I'm using the passage from Luke 4, verses 1 through 14, in each case he parried Satan's thrusts by declaring what the scriptures said. It is written. The last verse of that passage tells us that when the assault was over, Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee. In addition to quoting specific scriptures to silence the enemy's lies, we can meditate on uplifting verses about hope and the promises of God. Romans 15.4 tells us that we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. And Lamentations 3.26 reminds us, It is good that a man should both hope and quietly wait for the salvation of the Lord. If you need some verses to get you started, 
I've got a great list of them at my webpage, Encouragement from God's Word, which you can find at my website, characterbuildingforfamilies.com. Even better, ask God to bring to your remembrance verses he wants to personalize to you to rebuild your hope. Another way we can combat hopelessness is through repentance. Along with the aggressive use of God's word, we must repent of the words that we've already spoken, which aligned us with hopelessness. Words such as, I can't go on, I give up, this is never going to change, there is no hope for me. These are sinful utterances because they are not what God says about our situation. We need to ask his forgiveness for fighting against ourselves and against his plans for us through our contrary words. Assuredly, the opportunity will come up again to fall into the same trap. So when that hopeless feeling resurfaces, we must commit ourselves to resisting giving way to those wrong declarations. While in a faith battle, the less we verbalize how we feel, the better. Pour out your weakness to the Lord in your heart if you need to, but then also tell him you will trust in him in spite of the feelings. Don't spill from your lips anything which opposes what God says about the situation. Another tool we can use to regain our hope is worship. Worship and praise dispel darkness and bring the atmosphere of heaven down all around us. Our outlook can completely change if we persevere in deliberately extolling the Lord. It's not easy. Worship is a sacrifice according to Hebrews 13:15. It goes against our flesh, but it's also a tool of our warfare. Psalm 8 verse 2 tells us, out of the mouth of babes and infants you have ordained or established strength because of your enemies that you might still the enemy and the avenger. Jesus quoted this verse in Matthew 21:16 as out of the mouth of babes and infants you have perfected praise. We are strengthened to overcome and the turmoil with which the enemy tries to afflict us is silenced as we aggressively worship. Genuine hope is not based on the temporary situations we face right now. It has its foundation in Christ. Ultimately, our hope rests in living from an eternal perspective, our eyes fastened on Jesus, so that we are not like unbelievers who have no hope. May we each take back from the enemy of our souls the hope which is rightfully ours, and may we then be bearers of it to our hurting world, assuring them that the hope we possess in Christ can be theirs as well. I'd love to have you visit my website, characterbuildingforfamilies.com. One of the books there that I think would really help you in our troubled times is my book, All Surpassing Peace in a Shaking World. And you can get that at the website, characterbuildingforfamilies.com. And you can also find that at Amazon and other book retailers on the internet. Thank you for listening. This is Leanne Rubsom with Out of the Fire. <music>